0: And we can go live now to the Daryl Butler press conference.
1: Yes, he's ready for us now. During the last episode of the Honour Pair podcast, I made several comments about women's Rapids captain, Chloe Hill, and her performance in the regional T20 tournament final. They were ill-thought-out and undeserved. I know it's poor form to bring up ducks, and I'm in no position to question anyone's wicket-keeping prowess, however playful the context. I realise now that I was... Insensitive. I was unfair by my appraisal, and I apologise for the for the hurt I've caused. I've let myself down. I've let my my fellow podcast hosts down. I've let Pete's mom down, and our other four listeners as well. I didn't intend to bring the podcast into disrepute. I'm an idiot, unequivocally so. There will not be a repeat of this sort of behaviour again. Probably. Jim and Pete have provided in-house training, and following a disciplinary hearing. They've ordered me to buy the first two rounds at the bar later. Um, I hope in time that I'll be forgiven and I can put this disappointing incident behind me. So onwards and upwards from Daz, the co-host of the On A Pair podcast.
0: Roll credits! Cycles, it feels so righteous. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hi, gang. Welcome back. It's On A Pair. It's three friends talking about the game they love, the team they follow, and an apology from Daryl Butler. That has never happened before. Goodness me. As always, I've got me mates with me to go through the latest cricketing nonsense. Peter De Sonberg, how are you, mate? How was that? That was uh, weird. Weird. I've never got an apology out of Daz. No, me neither. No, so that's new. Yeah, I'm good, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm not bad. Busy, but life is okay. Good. Uh, Daryl Butler, how are you feeling, mate? Chastised. Yeah, rightly so, my friend. Rightly so. You respect the powers that be in this game. Friend of show Chloe Hill deserves every kind of apology. What a player she is. What a player she is. Central Sparks and Southern Vipers, the two best women's teams... She plays for both of them. Um, We'll get to that in due course. But it's good to be back with you, pairs, fans. Uh, Let's be honest, it's been a tricky month, hasn't it? Since we last spoke to you, the T20s have not been our friend. We will make sense of all of that as best we can. And there are reasons to be cheerful too. And as always, we'll have any other business. And, uh, you know, we'll try and keep you entertained along the way. Um, But I suppose, gentlemen, we better crack on with the news. And I suppose we'd better start with the shocking news that England have won a Test match. Um, they managed to beat the uh, World Test number one side, New Zealand, by five wickets uh, in the first Test match of the series. Uh, thanks, in no small part, to a brilliant century from Joe Root, 115 not out. How good an innings was that, boys? Oh, it's superb, and 10,000 runs as well. 10,000 yeah. Test runs. Same day as Alistair Cook. Good starts. Yeah, yeah good it starts. was, wasn't it? Yeah. Absolutely. Exactly the same age. Yep, to the day. I mean, he may well overtake Cookie as the uh, all-time leading test run scorer. He's got to do, hasn't he?
2: I do have more significant England news, though. Oh, go on. Ollie Pope has just hit 100 at a ground that is not
0: the oval. <laughs> <laughs> He's got 100. Yep, 119. Okay. Um, we're recording on Sunday afternoon, just so you know. So the second test is underway and Ollie Pope's got 100 batting at three. Goodness <laughs> me. What a difference a month makes. Das makes an apology. Pope scores a tonne. What's going on? it's gone mad. I don't know what's happening, but I like this brave new world. He's <laughs> <laughs> to be up before midday soon. <laughs> uh, um, so there we are. Great stuff from an uh, England' point of view. It's plenty of Worcester news as well. So Taylor Cornell, he is the promising young left-handed opening bat. He has signed a contract extension. He's making his debut at the moment as well against Durham. Interestingly, we're now playing four-day cricket, having had a month of T20 cricket, so we're going to have one game of county cricket, then back to T20. That's weird. It's happening, and Taylor Cornell's making his debut. Um, So that feels like a good bit of business.
2: Yeah, done well for the seconds. You mentioned him a couple of times in Worcester
0: Watch. Yeah, he always seems to get a mention, doesn't he? Yep. And another piece of recruitment. No-one saw this coming. Why would you? So Kashif Ali has come in on a short-term contract after an impressive trial. Um, He scored loads of runs in the Kashmiri T20. I'm going to claim ignorance on that one, but his statistics are unbelievable. He's played a bit for Bedford, a bit for North Ants seconds, and a bit for our seconds, and he ended up... We signed him on the Thursday. ended up in the team on Friday for the um, Derbyshire game.
1: Yeah, He's got some big runs in the seconds, actually, for us as well. We mentioned in the last Worcestershire watch, so it's uh, certainly one to look out for, I think, and hopefully he brings that form into the firsts.
0: Yeah, Taylor Cornell 23, and Kashiv is 24, so young, promising players are being signed up, so uh, a sign of things to come there. And Joe Leach is set for a turn. He's getting some seconds action soon. Um, so he may well be back in the first team, well, sooner rather than later, really, because he leads the attack and, you know, we're a better Hopefully, side with yeah. him. And the other bit of news, I suppose, that we should touch upon briefly is that the uh, the decision by the club, which it wasn't a great one to not let people in with food for the Warwickshire game and then not, I say Warwickshire, the Birmingham Bears game. Warwickshire. Sorry. I know. Warwickshire. We call it Warwickshire. Didn't communicate it very well, led to massive queues and a lot of disgruntled people. It made national press. The club quickly responded and said, sorry, bad call. We're going to repeal that as a general rule and we'll um, we'll get back to normal business. So you can bring uh, a modest amount of food in, Daz.
1: Yeah, uh, a modest amount of food for me is a three-course meal. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, so not a great
0: move from the club but quick to respond and quick to correct so we'll call it a score draw for now I
1: think that's fair I mean in fairness to them actually I'm getting to the point where if they stop us bringing food in we might start winning some bloody games like we did against the Bears <laughs> Do you reckon it that... might not be a, a bad idea is that your kind of
0: cricketing superstition
1: vibe yeah, that's, that's just be... keep all the conditions the same <laughs> yeah exactly
0: okay well if that means that I've got to wait eight overs for a pint I'd rather lose a couple yeah fair enough
1: anyway uh, <laughs> any more for any more for newsboys? news boys yeah, I've got some news um, coming out of the council. So the University of Worcester, it's great news for the county, has been granted permission to build the world's first inclusive cricket centre. So this is going to be aimed at um, sort of people with physical and learning disabilities, partially sighted cricketers, deaf cricketers, and it's due to open in 2024. So that's something to be proud of, it'll be the first one in the world and it's right. going to be right here in Worcestershire. So uh, how good's that?
0: I'd heard about this kind of a year ago, and there was application of things. So it's now yeah. it's done and dusted. Yeah, it was green lighted
1: uh, in the last week or so. Yes. Yeah, so.
0: Oh, that's brilliant news! And of course, we had the um, England disability side at New Road. Yeah, we did. We'll cover that in a bit. And they were doing coaching courses for special education needs as well, yeah, which is that's I,
1: right. okay. In fact, right. as we speak, the England um, deaf side and learning disability side are, are playing in the uh, their, their version of the Ashes in Australia. So, we've uh, had five 2020s and both sides have won. 3 2 for the deaf side and 4 1 for the learning disability side.
0: Well, I mean, the thing is, with a, with a club like Worcestershire, if you can align yourself with women's international cricket and the disability cricket and that inclusive stuff, it's a real feather in the cap for the clubs. That's cool. Okay, we like this. Good news. Yep. So, some good news. Okay, we like good news. Um, let's move on. And now, this. <laughs> Sometimes incoherent, but generally quite brilliant. Daryl's Woos to Watch.
1: Thank you, Jim. Should we start with the Central Sparks? Why not? Why not? The Charlotte Edwards Cup runners up. So um, they went through to finals day. Uh, They won their semi final. Uh, Izzy Wong and Grace Potts reduced the South East Stars to 25 for 5. Wong taking 2 for 8 and Potts 3 for 20 before they recovered to 104 for 8. The Central Sparks from 59 for one. Had a bit of a struggle on, but they got home by two wickets in the last over. Uh, in fact, it was Emily Arlott who's seen, seen us home, actually. Our very own. They
0: tried their best they to muck it up, didn't they? It, didn't they? It was and, then, and Sarah Glenn and Emily Arlott to Worcester Rapids, they basically calmed everything down when they were yeah. like 80 for seven and got them to the bare edge. Glenn, Sarah Glenn shot to get out. It was a great catch, but I don't think she needed to play Not that right shot. shot. When well, no, you yeah. needed eight off 15. And then Emily Arlott, who's gotten better and better with the bat, just clubbed a couple down the ground. Well, Thanks she just very much.
2: She over mid on, didn't she? Four mm. runs. Thank you very much. Then there was a wide scores level. Job done. Into the final. Hashtag Sparks will fly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Pete so... is on, on point with the marketing there. Yeah, he's so modern. You're so modern, <laughs> Pete. <laughs> <laughs> Came up short in the final, though, does. Yeah, I'm afraid in so, the, yeah. In the Chloe Hill
1: Bowl. Yeah, the Chloe Hill Derby. Because she plays for the Sparks, <laughs> but was on loan for the Vipers for the season. So, you know... Yeah, we limped to 109 for eight in that one. Regular wickets throughout the innings uh, just kept us in check, really. Um, Did you see the all run out? No,
2: I didn't. It was amazing. I'd go back and watch it. I, I still don't really know how it happened. She sort of punted it up to mid-off. Bowler scrambled, uh, stopped the ball, and sort of threw it behind her, um, blind, and, and ran her out. Oh. <sighs> I didn't see that. It was really good bit of fielding. Everyone looked just looked, yeah. Astounded. That's the sort of
1: thing they teach people. These you see them practising the sort of blind run outs, don't you?
2: Yeah, I think it's a little quick cursory yeah, glance, the but yeah, to just doing it, That's cool home. because
0: I, I, had, I had to dip in and out of the final, to be honest, because of domestic duties. But, my goodness, yeah, you were telling me about it. I've not seen it. I've not seen it. If you can fish it out and tweet it, that'll be nice. Amongst all your other duties, because... Uh, <laughs> Don't knowing forget, you, knowing you... Sparks will fly, Pete. I won't. Yeah, you... <laughs> yeah. Because uh, no doubt you're knee-deep in spreadsheets again.
1: Our data analyst. <laughs> um, right, excellent. So, Sparks... Sparks, yeah, 109 oh. for 8, and then... Um... Well, that's the Vipers it got home pretty comfortably by six wickets in 16th over. Uh, a couple of wickets for Arlot and one for Glenn in the final. So, so I mean, go. good performances from Arlot within the Central Sparks. I'll tell yeah. you what, that's a pretty good season. Pretty isn't? much the Worcestershire Sparks, aren't they
0: now? Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> um, Amy Campbell plays from as well. Yeah. I know yeah. she's on loan to play for Rapids, but yeah. we're there going go. places. We
1: are going places. So, uh, Daz, any more for any more? Worcester Watch? Well, if we move... Well, I'll... Move very briefly onto the second 11 because their T20 campaign has been as bad as the first 11s. So. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> 1 2, lost 7. They finished second from bottom, uh, just ahead of Yorkshire. So, um, less said about that, the better. They restart championship duty on the 13th of June with a match against Leicestershire at Barn Green. So, we'll hope for better fortunes there. Yeah, quite right. And that's it. No, it isn't. Why is that, Pete? Ben Gibbon. Ben Gibbon. Yes, of course. Pete, that was
0: really officious of you, wasn't Doesn't it? I know. He was just like, a, no, it isn't. Yep. That was like a school matron, Pete. Yep. Stern but fair. Do I have to apologise to Ben Gibbon now? Uh, no, 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 I think... Uh, <laughs> Sorry, do you want me to do that again? What? Sorry, does I think I do think you've missed something.
1: Oh, uh, yes, Ben Gibbon. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, no. no, I liked the first one better. <laughs> isn't, it, isn't it nice that we're all getting on, though? Right, so Ben Gibbon, of course, ben he's Gibbon, been yeah. recognised, hasn't he, he?
1: played for the first-class counties 11 against New Zealand, uh, took two for 80 and three for 36, and that match another positive coming out of Worcestershire there. Well done to Ben.
0: Yeah, and he got um, Latham twice, didn't he? He did there twice, yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. I tell
0: you, what, I, I, he's had a pretty good, uh, pretty good go of things, hasn't he? Yeah. yeah. So good, promising young cricketer. He got
2: uh, Mitchell as well, I think. He got Mitchell, got to a fifty and uh, clean bowled with a
0: beauty. Well, look, if you're taking if you're taking Some, out Test standard cricketers, you something got, that Broad and Anderson haven't managed to do yet. So uh, yeah. yeah, Ben Gibbon. Uh, there we are. Yeah, yeah good get, stuff. Over okay. Broad and Anderson. Uh, and their end of Worcestershire watch. Um, great stuff, Daz. Good on you. I'll
2: tell you what, you've got better since that jingle.
1: <laughs> it's a good jingle. It's a good jingle. Your wife, I owe your wife dinner,
2: I think, for that jingle. All right, Jim, do you want to go to the pub while they have dinner? Yeah, why not? Good.
0: <laughs> You're coming though, right? Yeah. OK, I felt like that wasn't... I mean, I sensed that was the meaning, but it wasn't clearly stated. Good, OK. Have I still got by the first two rounds? You have, for me <laughs> yeah, and Pete. Yeah. OK, this is working out well. Um, Okay, what's to watch? Great stuff. Uh, We'll do Reasons to be Cheerful in a bit. We'll do Any Other Business in a bit, but we'd better deal with the cricket. And it's been a tricky old month or so. We're not going to go through every game um, because... I'm not sure any of us have the emotional dexterity or the suitable support networks to get through what might be a very challenging (laughs) half an hour or so. Um, So we'll go through the key points. It's kind of a complex situation. There are things that went against us. There are decisions that made weren't great. And there was just some pretty average cricket. Not even that being played. Um, So, Pete, Captain Brearley, steer us through these choppy waters, my friend.
2: I'll do my best. Right, so the summary is that we've played eight T20 matches, we've been battered in some and lost most, and we are rooted <laughs> to the bottom of the table. That's the uh, that's the headline. Um, as you say, we are going to end on a positive, uh, but first there's a couple of key bullet points to go through. Daz, I'm going to give you an opportunity to start ECB scheduling. So we obviously have four matches away from home to start.
1: You've got... I won't quite Tommy, you, but go on then. Well, I mean, it's just a joke, isn't it? Can you imagine it happening in any other sport for a start? What do you think would happen if they scheduled Manchester United away four games in a row? There'd be a riot, wouldn't there? It's over, a, over over a shorter period um, as well. Yeah, four, fourteen
0: games, first fourteen away, four games. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Four, four, yes, four out of fourteen. That's a good point as well. I mean, we're too polite, aren't we, cricket fans? We'll just let them get away with it, and, and that'll be the end of it. But you, you I mean, your season's over before you've even started your home schedule because we've had four away games. Probably the four toughest teams in the group or toughest places to go. Lost all four and now i'm feeling like i've spent 100 quid on a on a, on a ticket for seven friendly matches admittedly one of them is against those clowns up the road but well, I mean, what I'd say is, you
0: know, you know how I feel about competitive sport. Just win. Win anyway. but well, like, yeah, don't but, get me I mean, wrong. I mean, part of it is
1: us being rubbish. I get that. But, yeah.
0: you know, if we were rubbish at home for a couple of games, I'd have had a couple of competitive games out of it rather it, than dead rubbers. The sad reality is is if the, week, if the first week of the season had been washed out, we'd have been delighted with that because we don't get anything at Trent Bridge and we don't win it headingly and we don't win it. Uh, Old Trafford, Durham as well. And Dur- mind you, Durham yeah. Durham had been playing poor cricket as well, and so had we, yeah, and we to had to win to it, and we weren't anywhere near it, we weren't good enough. But but you're right, it, it felt like there are lots of things going on here, and people are just going, where's Mo? It's not right. Where's DJ Bravo? It's not right. One thing I will say about this, Mo had the contract he had, for whatever reason, we don't know the ins and outs of it. It's disappointing, it's really disappointing. But Dwayne Bravo, he got his mate in. We were supposed to have Matt Wade for the whole thing. So yeah, I mean he screws over us in that. So I mean, I feel sorry for the club in that sense that we were supposed to have Matthew Wade for all of it, and then they had to scrabble around and then get Colin Monroe in a bit late. And with all due respect to Colin Monroe, he's at a point in his career where he probably isn't as effective as Matt Wade. So we've been un- we've been sort of we've been turned over by Matt Wade a little bit. We've been unlucky with the schedule as well. So those two things have kind of done for us. But at the same time. It's not. It's about the quality of performance as well. That's kind of problematic. But yeah,
1: oh, we, we, we're, we're, we've, we've been dealt a lot of hand, these games. We? I don't think we'd, we'd have gone through. Just haven't been good enough. That's, that's that's by the by, though, isn't it? And talking about Bravo and Mo as well. Do you think they come to Worcestershire a little bit earlier if one of our first four games is at home? Because the club have advertised Mo and Bravo as our overseas signings. Hundred pound for your ticket. Now the first four games are away. They haven't played the first four. Do you think if the second game's at home? They suddenly are available for it because the club wants That's a the good marquee signers to be playing at home. That's a games. really good point. Because I mean,
0: their their value is in getting, is on is in getting people in the seats yeah. at
1: New Road. And if we lose four-away games, it, it feels like
0: it's difficult, isn't it? Because
2: there was obviously a lot of chatter going around about, you know, Livingston was back paying for Lancashire and other players were available. Both of our players who played for CSK weren't available. Um we don't know what was going on contractually. Um there's a lot of unknowns, and obviously that just leads to speculation, which is the problem. My issue with the DJ and Mo situation is that they've made Mo captain. And when you haven't got a player that plays for you, as, as you said, Jim, last, last time round, Mo's not a Worcestershire player, and that's the generally the feeling these days, that he's not. Um, why have him as your captain? What does that say to the rest of the squad, and what does that say to Ben Cox? Well,
0: it's a fair point. And on, on the Mo thing, um, he's done a lot for Worcestershire County Cricket Club, and he does a lot for our profile, and we've won trophies because of him. And if we were going to win anything this year, it would have been because of him. But, I mean, he was on Test Match Special. He was basically saying that he is talking to other counties and that, you know, there are rumours of Yorkshire because he's best mates with Adol Rashid, but he is talking to other counties. He won't be at Worcestershire next season. We know this. It's not going to happen. This is last year. My concern with it is I can think, well, if it was me last year and I'd been there for 15 years, I'd want to be there at every opportunity to get the most out of my last year. But the reality is, is that the Northamptonshire game just before the Derbyshire game, and he was interviewed after. It's very, very candid on the radio, saying people are saying the confidence is low. There isn't enough. There's not much confidence in the side, and he said, "Yeah, there's not enough talent either." And I don't mind you digging out your team and saying, you know, we need to be better than this. If you are the captain and you're going to be staying there for the whole season and potentially beyond that to help drag them out of it and bring them yeah. with you, and, and if you're but scoring he, some runs yourself as well. But his form's been no good. He's going off to play for um, England in the Netherlands for a bit. And he probably, he might play a little bit later on in the T20 Blast under contract obligation, but he's not sticking about next year. So he's basically just, he said that the team lacks talent. There's, there is talent there, but they're a young side, a lot of them. I don't see the value in digging out your teammates if you're not going to be there as the star, leading by example, Absolutely, and yeah. helping them out. Absolutely so right. that that's tainted it a little bit for me. And Moe's not, I don't think he's a contentious guy, is he? He's generally speaking a polite, well-mannered, nice lad. So he's obviously frustrated because he yeah. wants to be winning stuff. And I get that, but that's not that's not how you lead a team, man. Eh? No,
2: absolutely. Right, that's my first two bullet points. We've negated that. Just on the ECB scheduling, I do think there's some mileage in us looking into that a bit more in terms of home games and what Worcestershire...
1: Well, I oh, mean, I, I mean a, a, a little bit of research just on scheduling in general, not just the T20 stuff. Um, I look back at some of uh, the fixture schedules from 2003 onwards, because that was the first year of T20... I mean, we had four competitions back then as well, like we have now, and there were, on average, between 21 and 22 days of cricket at New Road on either weekends or bank holidays. This year there's 11. Wow. It's it's, it's mad, that. I mean, it's not an accident. It's to not a, accident. It's not like they just never thought of it. It used to happen, now it doesn't. It used to happen regularly, now it doesn't. Now, I'm not going to say it's it's a deliberate ploy to, to, to stop it, but it, it's very careless.
0: At best, it's mismanagement. At worst, it's,
1: deliberate. you know, yeah. yeah every weekend you were either home or away and you could guarantee there'd be game on on the Saturday and the Sunday. There'd be cricket on. I really loved it when they used to have the the four-day game
0: and they'd do Thursday, Friday, Saturday and then do the limited overs on a Sunday Sunday, and then finish the... Which is a bit weird to mess with your noggin. But they actually had a time as well where you'd do like... You'd be at home to Somerset on... Thursday, Friday and Saturday in the four-day stuff, then you were away at Kent in the Pro 40 and then come back and come then back do another the day. I mean, that was
1: bonkers, but a lot of fun. I mean, they got um, it better when they started the four-day stuff on the Wednesday. Wednesday to Saturday, and well, then, the, then the Sunday, uh, the 50 over stuff on the Sunday.
2: Well, let's look into it. I want another, let's do another spreadsheet. I, no, I was <laughs> going to say, I want another spreadsheet. That was words yeah. that was just about to fall out of my mouth,
0: and I heard it. Well, Daz, didn't you, didn't you once, just as a technical exercise, do an entire summer <laughs> <done>. and fixtures <laughs> yeah, I mean it I does sound loserish because <laughs> it, it is, is loser-ish. but I mean yeah. that's very very impressive where you get on bank holidays you get local rivals playing against yeah, each yeah, other yeah, put all the tournaments together everyone knows what they're playing where they're playing it how they're playing
1: it and um, there's nothing wrong with T20s being on Thursday nights do you know what I mean when people are finishing finishing work whatever. But let's have some on the Sundays as well yeah
2: let's look into let's it then yeah. right so those are the first two points we've we've nailed those <laughs> So um, what you think, Pete? Now we've only got to deal with batting, bowling, and fielding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what's the, the
0: right. um, rubbish, Martin, rubbish, rubbish, rubbish? Like, the, the, the Martin on. Johnson, the, the Australian journalist, the 1986 Ashes, and the um, the team went over. And he said, There's only three problems with this team: they can't bat, they can't bowl, and they can't
2: field. <laughs> I'm gonna
0: I'm gonna start with bowling because for me that's
2: where the issues uh, lie in these eight games. I feel like the bowling unit has done well in patches but it's not been consistent. And when you look at economies, you know, Pennington is going at 11.7 weight, 10.66 Morris, 9.9. You know, when we were successful in 2018 and 19, and you look at successful sides at the moment in this year's tournament, they're going at seven or eight and over. Um, We're just leaking too many runs. There's too many bad balls. So they've had little moments, Pennington uh, against Warwickshire. Um, had that burst, took a couple of wickets, they've all had uh, really good moments, it's just not been consistent enough. Um, and they can't string multiple games together. You know, Bravo has got one of our best economy rates, but when in that game that was nip and tuck against Leicestershire, I did what was it, one for 43 or something he went for, off four? Hmm. And their overseas player was five for 10 off, off four. You know, I'm not saying he should have had those sorts of figures, but you just... It, we just
0: need it to all come together in one game and it, and it hasn't. Inconsistency is the word because yeah. you're right. So Charlie Morris will have a good game one week and then have a bad game the next and so on and so on. So the players can't put two good performances together in a row. So it's hard to know what our best team is. You can tell a team isn't doing well when you're chopping and changing and there are two or three changes every week, uh, every, sorry, every week, every game. And then add to that we're not putting good overs in a row in a match, so we're not putting good bowling performances. We'll have a good over and then a then a soft one, then we'll have an all right one, then there'll be another bad over, then a good one. So when when we always seem to have like one bowler or maybe two having a reasonable day, they're not being backed up by everybody else. So we don't know what our best team is. The bowlers are inconsistent um, on an individual basis and within the context of a team. They're inconsistent. I think what you see with, with Mo as well, trying these one-over spells, lots of one-over spells, changing it up, and you go, Banton comes in for a game, he opens the bowling, then you know Baker's in and out. It doesn't seem like we have a plan. We don't have a plan. I feel like we've and, got a plan, and when the plan doesn't work, we haven't got a plan B. Well, the plan hasn't worked, so that it, it's just basically, we're going to change the team again because so-and-so wasn't very good last time out, yeah. and then we'll give someone else a go, and it either works or it doesn't. And we can't put two, three, four good overs together. And build pressure. The one time, actually, I think there's an exception to that. The one decent bowling performance, really, I thought was the last game, which was Derbyshire, when yeah. um, we kept them to about to um, late one sixties, and we kind of think, well, that's that's eminently chaseable. That's going to be a game we're going to be but, in it. But least. again, within
2: that game, there's
0: one bowler that has had a real yeah, off day. Look, yeah. That hap- look, that happens. It, it does, but not not none for forty. Um, it was none for forty-five yeah. off three, so, wasn't it, Charlie Morris? Yeah, I, look, it, it it wasn't great but at least in within what we were complaining about is that there were a couple of players who had who bowled reasonably well yeah, yeah. against Northampton and then actually had a good game mo led from the front and bowled nicely and people backed him up someone having a bad day that's okay you can live in a world where three overs aren't very good and i think given our lack of confidence poor poor form with the ball keeping them to less than 170 you feel at the very least we are in this oh, absolutely. i mean it, it turned out we weren't Yeah, but I, I at it, at least that, it, 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 f- at least it felt like a control that we were in control. Teams weren't getting away from us. Bowled re- pretty well at the death, actually. Um, yeah, very much so. Yeah, you know, I'd, I'd say you're absolutely right with the consistency the all, other... across the board. But we can't put not only can we not put good bowling performances together or good overs consecutively together. We can't play complementary cricket where the fielding is also good and the batting is also good.
2: So, just one last thing for me on the on the bowling side. I mean, I did have this conversation with somebody on Twitter, which was just to say, you know, this is. As a caveat to that, an inexperienced bowling lineup. Wait had never played T20 cricket for us when he uh, during his loan spell. Uh, that was his first run out. Baker's in his first season of T20. Pennington's kind of only in his really, I would say second. He did play a handful of games in 18, 19, but he's he's, he's still relatively inexperienced. Yeah. Brown's had a couple of seasons out through injury, and just on Brown, I think he's showing signs of of getting back there. You know, I I, I think he's he's bowling better as the tournament's gone
0: on. So,
2: nice to see him back. Um,
0: Baker, but yeah, that... Baker's also, I'd say, I was worried for Baker a little bit because he's got the height, which means his natural length is easy to get under and good players will go after him, I thought, against Warwickshire. As, after a few games, he was bowling a bit quicker and a bit flatter. So, there's real scope for this team to learn. But, I'd, I, yes, I'd agree that Brown has looked to be... Not back to his old self, because his ability to chuck out those those splitters and the knuckle balls and the cross seamers and everything else, and then have that effort ball as well yeah um, we we saw, we saw you know his real his good side again against Derbyshire, didn't we
2: and then uh, you know in terms of if you want to make changes, the players that we've got to bring into the side don't have much experience either finch Banton, so the the bowling attack you know last year we had sodi and Dewey Hoos. Mm. <laughs> As our yeah. Dewey, Dewey, Hughes, Dewey Hughes. I and, and, the batting, and the batting was light this mm. year. The bowling has gone with pretty much you know um, local players, apart from Bravo coming in to supplement, and it's just inexperienced. An and its heads have dropped. The other and- worry
1: with, with 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 Mo and Bravo coming in late wasn't it was that they might take two or three games to get into their stride, like like Dewey Hoos did. You know he, he wasn't great for the first couple of games, was he last year? And then by the end of the campaign, he was bowling very nicely. But absolutely yeah
0: well it's a really good point actually about us being bowler heavy you know and not having enough power um with the bat and then they've they've gone and tried to address that um by signing Pollock and signing Monroe is um, that is that and then opening with libby um well I'm um, Pollock, well, Pollock's, Pollock Pollock's been, Pollock's been ill um yeah. so but the, but so we were always going to be less experienced with the ball but we were going to counterbalance that by being more powerful with the bat the problem is is that we have been poor with the bat. So that our, what was going to be our perceived strength, because on paper, especially with the emergence of Jack Haynes, he's been a revelation. Actually, he really has. That you think that um, Pollock and Dolly, and then potentially with Mo, and then Haynes and uh, Munro. That's a really strong top five. That's a, that is a power, That's a six hitting top five, which we didn't have, but they haven't produced. In fairness to. Uh, Haynes and Libby and Monroe before before the Derby game averaged around about 30, and that's the benchmark. So that's that's actually pretty good, but it's kind of been three out all out because no one else has really. I mean, little moments where I mean Barnard got a nice 42 against uh, Northants when the game was gone, and Cox has hit a few 20 odds, but never going to actually uh, give us an opportunity to win a game of cricket. So you feel like it's got to be one of those three all the time.
2: I think I put Chuck some stats in the in the group yesterday. Didn't i doing some. Uh some some work on T20 scores. I think last year we averaged, what was it, 153 for six, and I think this year we are 159 for nine. Um, you know, wickets wickets are tumbling. Um, well, but they're having to go after it because the, the top order yeah, hasn't, more, hasn't yeah. held
1: up and you can't rely on... Well, that's what happened against uh, Derbyshire uh, in the last game we played, wasn't it? Um, Haynes and Dolly were batting really nicely, but they were already under pressure because we we're three wickets down and the run rate had shot up. Yeah. I mean, if you look at how many times we've we've been bowled out, we, we, when we've
0: had to... we. We've chased five times and lost every time, so I found it odd against Derbyshire that we won the toss and decided to, to uh, basically to have a bowl. We haven't had to chase massive totals, and we've come up really short. Apart from the one, North Ants. Oh, yeah, okay, so that's yeah, that one game... Well, you've just got a swing but from the hip.
2: The caveat to that Which as well you can is...
0: you can you can always get really turned over big time Absolutely. in those situations. Yeah, so you, you can, can, can take that
2: outlier out. And it's also worth noting with North Ants is they're not we're not the first team they've done that to. I think they've got three two hundred pluses this year.
1: Yeah.
2: Um with Chris Lynn at the top of the order. I think he's had yeah, a couple been of brilliant
1: them, So if, if you're two, if you're chasing two hundred, two hundred twenty, you you know you've just got to swing from the hip, yeah. like you're saying, if you get bowled out for hundred, then so be it. But, but, but it's been the 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 the, the, Leicester that are the problems The one
0: hundred seventies and the one hundred eighties we can't chase either. So in a hundred 154 overs of cricket that we've batted. So in eight games, we haven't completed all our overs. So 154.4 overs. We have been dismissed 69 times. We've been bowled out twice. We've been down. We've been nine down. I think four times. Eight down as well. So we can't. We can't bat in partnerships. Mm. Um, and I know to a lesser or greater extent these days, if you're chasing something half decent. You know, or a big total. It's basically you go from ball one, and it's that kind of England way, so you just keep going, and that's fine if you've got players that are in form. But at some point, you have to build a partnership and put the we just don't put bowlers under pressure.
1: It's so you don't need to do that when you're chasing 160 either, do you? No. Uh, I mean, with the
0: Colin Monroe dismissal where he was just run out, lifting his feet, having it hit his pad, (laughs) and the wicketkeeper just wetting, Brooke Guest just whipping it. So I mean, it's sort of it's it's sloppy. So couple um, of good
2: knocks from Munro, though, to be fair to him. He's had a couple oh, of failures, but he started off really well, was a bit of a shining light in some poor performances, yeah. alongside Haynes, as you say. It's just we've not been able to do it enough. Like the bowlers, we haven't been able yeah. to string enough together. we well,
0: had three players, like I said, that are averaging around about 30, um, which is a good, that's a good average in T20 cricket. But then they can't all, over eight games, they can't all be doing that at the same time. So mm. one, one will go, or two will go and get a decent, decent score, but we can't post a decent score or chase a decent score because there isn't enough support. I mean, what sums up our season, the Derbyshire game, the third top scorer in our innings, chasing 168 or 169 to win, was Pat Brown with nine not out because he was just milking singles Mm. in the last four overs. Because the game had gone, yeah. Nine not out in 20 overs, our third highest score in a game that was winnable at home with arguably our strongest lineup. Yeah, so, an abs-
2: yeah, and then finally I think with all of that we don't feel your uh, big thing does fielding hasn't been on point hasn't been has it too many mistakes confidence perhaps drop catches, lack of confidence
1: things going through legs I mean in fairness actually again talking about the Derbyshire game they were even worse in the field oh, oh yeah Derbyshire were poor Derbyshire they? were poor yeah What's the- well, that, I, thought- well, I mean that drop catch was hilarious wasn't it the they collided when, into it, which was Scrimshaw and um,
2: Ma- uh,
0: Mark Watt. Watt,
1: yeah. Oh, that a,
2: was just Agent Scrimshaw, that was though.
1: That brilliant. Was, seemed, yeah. Doing, doing, <laughs> yeah. Us solid, doing us a favour.
0: Yeah. yeah and Worcester actually, Worcestershire were decent in the field that day. A lack of confidence is an absolute intensity killer in the field where people are kind of, you know, we've seen a couple of absolute howlers of drop catches from Worcestershire and, you know, some sloppy ground fielding. And you think that was the one thing where. Regardless of our ability with the bat or the ball, we were we had intensity in the field. We had a hunger. We were fit. We were strong. We were quick to the absolutely. ball. Would fizz it in over the stumps, and there'd be that pressure on the batsman. It's like, don't you dare run two to me. Yeah, and absolutely. you know, it, and it was sort of exemplified and, really and by Ross Ross Whiteley out on the as a boundary rider. who oh, yeah, was brilliant. just dynamite. And we're just a bit soft and ap- apologetic. And I think that yeah, I agree. We've forgotten how to win games of cricket. And that lack of confidence means, I'm not sure if I really want the ball to come to me. And they won't say that, And but there's always that kind of psychological thing. If a catch goes down, you go, I don't want it coming to me next in case I drop it. So we don't look like that side that can make up that 10-15 run difference or put that extra bit of pressure by turning those twos into ones or getting those run outs yeah. and looking busy and looking
1: aggressive in the field. And chirpy as well. They seemed really quiet in the field. Mm. Uh, it always used to be really chirpy. That's something, I mean, you said Mo talked about A lack of talent. That's something you don't need to be talented to be good at a field in. No. And and, and, and the team were the best in the world at it four years ago, three years ago. I mean, we were genuinely brilliant. I I, I, I would struggle to name a better team in the field than Worcestershire in the year we won it and 2019.
0: Yeah, I, I, I think you're right. I I I'd strongly agree. Possibly with the, the England T20 side and the one-day side yeah. for a little while when their fast bowlers and were like Chris Jordan and David Willey. I mean, they were dynamite. The, the but
1: other yeah. side that was good in the field internationally was Bangladesh. When they started winning ODIs, a lot of that was their fielding drill. They'd got the fielding drills right and they'd stopped making those mistakes and, and everything came from that. It is,
2: it is what it is. And what it is is just naff. And we just haven't been there. We, Worcestershire is a club that is the sum of its parts and... It hasn't come together this year, and we were, we were always better than the sum and of our parts, are, weren't we? we? That was the thing: as yeah. we always we,
0: we punch above our weight.
2: And there were mitigate. There are mitigating factors to some of it. I still think there's an element of a rebuild going on with players that have, have departed, um, but that's not an excuse. They just haven't been good enough, and I don't think we can sit here and, and say anything different. Um, and they all know that as well I They'll imagine know that
0: because we, we, we sort of we before the, the yeah. game against Darwish, me and Daz went down to the nets and they were in the nets and they were working hard and they chatted and said hello and you could see that they were so,
2: they're not trying to be bad they're no, not it, trying to lose and this is something that fans I think you know, I understand all the negativity it's understandable given it's been so poor and people have paid money and everything else I don't like the personal pops there's a quite a few personal attacks on players or management yeah. that, that go a bit far for me but I get it and I'm not going to necessarily um, say anything more about it. I've but... apologised for that one, mate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus.
2: But, I mean, it's, it's going to be, you know, we've just been that poor that you're going to get that, those comments, and, and you know, they, they'll know that.
0: With regard to the, the vitriol on social media and this kind of weird thing where we want it in 2019, therefore we must be brilliant all the time, it's like, it's not going to happen. It is cyclical. It doesn't look like a team that is... Like, they're not hopeless. They're not an awful team. They've just been not good this year for various different reasons, it hasn't panned out and it sort of started with the Matt Wade debacle and then they were you know, chasing their tails a little bit and it all felt a little bit cobbled together and then, if we'd, look, if we'd have opened up with um, Leicestershire running foxes at home, you know. Upton Steelers. The, and maybe Derbyshire away to open up, things may well feel slightly different if you're in that situation by which the Lancashire game gets rained off where we never win and suddenly we've got... Three or four points from the first five games, and we're kind of still in it. Then I think it's a very different season. And the the, the doom merchantry, I find, uh, I find it sort of distasteful. It's like, well, are you, it's almost like, are you trying to have a bad time? Mm. I'm with you, like, be annoyed. I was, we were really annoyed about the performances, really disappointed because I was really, because I was looking forward to it. We felt like we were going to be good this year, but that's competitive sport. There are things the club I think have gotten a bit wrong, and there are things that have just gone against us. And sometimes you come up against a good performance, and so it's sort of kind. It's sort of been a with Mo and DJ Bravo. It's like it's been a perfect storm, really, of how a season can go wrong, and it's happened. But there's a nucleus there, I think, of good young cricketers, and everyone have a go at Gidman. What do they want him to do? Yeah, like can you just tell him score more runs. That's, <laughs> and also, you know, those
2: those calling for a return to Kevin Sharp need to remember he's still there. Yeah, yeah, he's not gone. So and, I think people need to just have a have a look at the hierarchy a little bit. Yeah, and, and, and
0: people shouting for bumpy roads again as well. I'm like, uh, well, we're, we're not going into that. But there was some stuff going on at the club there, behind the scenes and the culture of that club that I don't want anywhere near Worcestershire County Cricket Club ever again. However, before um,
2: we go down a complete dark alley, should we should we go to some for some positivity?
0: Oh, yeah. Daryl Butler said after about game five, even if we lose every game, so long as we beat the Bears twice, it will be a good season. (laughs) Shall we talk about um, the warwickshire slash Birmingham Bears then, Pete? Let's. Wasn't it great? We had a great (laughs) day, actually, yeah. We had a really good day. Um, We were there as sponsors of Gareth Roderick, who's keeping wicket in the county championship game at the moment in place of Ben Cox. Um, And... We had a right good jolly-up. We did. Um, we drank alcohol and beers. Uh, we got a bit larry. Some we... more than others. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So we might have had a couple of drinks. We might have enjoyed the fact that smacked it all over the place and got 217 or whatever it was in the first innings. And I've been doing a bit of commentary for the BBC. I made the boys sit right by the commentary box where it is in New Road so I could get used to the sort of angle for when it was my go. The thing about that is, is that they've got effects
1: microphones, <laughs> and Daz might have got a little bit excitable. This, this is why Pete took me to the pub beforehand, isn't it? A lot of movement around the ground at the
2: moment.
1: <laughs> so, how did that make you feel then, Daz? Very happy. Did it really? Very pleased. The only thing more pleasing was watching children have their sweets taken off them before the game. Oh, Daz.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. So... I
1: can't stand children. <laughs>
0: we'll look forward to the next apology Freddie Freddie, (laughs) sorry about that my dude oh yeah sorry Freddie (laughs) uh, so there were
2: uh, two key uh, highlights for me in that first was the the first over where Dolly went mad against Sterling was it three fours in a row yeah Yeah, first 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 three
1: balls yeah because they had a little chat didn't they yeah after the first three balls and I think that was probably where my shout came in about them getting desperate. But, <laughs> I mean, what what can they be saying to him there? Well, they decided I mean, eventually
2: to put a man out on the offside yeah. <laughs> and then he just uh, tongs all it out I'd, of the
1: top. All I've been saying to him is stop being short and wide. Yeah. And once you've said to Paul Stone, stop being short and wide, then stop bowling short and wide as well. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dad is back.
2: And the second highlight for me was Dwayne Bravo running out of uh, breath oh, and, and dancing dance. and talking to him, <laughs> yeah. talking to him <laughs> yeah. as he was going on. Yeah, good show. I mean, I know Bravo turned up late, and I know there's a bit of animosity, but to be fair to him, that high that alone was was his match fee for me.
0: Yeah, he gets involved, <laughs> actually, doesn't he? He like he likes a show, and he likes to get involved with the crowd, and he does do that.
2: I've watched that power play like, I think three times, watching Dolly and Pollock go mad, and yeah, loved it.
0: Yeah, it was a really good day, and it was good to be at the cricket with me mates in the sunshine, and to and although the scorecard suggested they got sort of somewhere near, we outplayed them. We were too good for them. Mainly with the bat, we went off on one. Uh, and it's it's one of the joys of life is to watch the ball go at all parts against the Bears' bowling attack. Um, there are a few issues with the day. I mean, Pete, we went to go and get a beer. It took eight overs. Yeah. Idiots. Um, I don't so know we, why bother with that? Um, well, because we've got a drink when we're in your company, mate. Otherwise, you know what I mean? I we need you. some sort of anaesthetic for the mind. I mean, if,
1: if, if, I, 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 you got in just before me. I think I walked in the ground about two o'clock, queued for 25 minutes, and we'd move forward about a yard yeah it wasn't great it, basically it was, I don't do queuing either I don't like queuing just
0: get get pouring from 2 o'clock yeah, line that, them up on yeah, the bar yeah
1: yeah yeah absolutely yeah baffling um,
0: well I mean what I would say about that is yeah the, the provision of um, refreshments was not very good but at the same time it's really hard to recruit to those positions at the moment it's really mm. hard to get people in and you can tell there are people there that hadn't done it before so I can just about cope with that I, mean, I, can, I can just about cope with living in a world where
1: I can cope with it if they let people take their own drinking I mean do, I brought a
0: the, mate with me and he had his coat, bottle of coat taken off him what's that all about that was the particular gripe, wasn't it? It was, there was, it was slow for the bag searches, and then they it just wasn't communicated. They've always no. allowed food in, and then suddenly they're not, and not enough people know, and so you've got a full house with people having their food taken mm. off them and kids having their sarnies and chocolate yeah, bars yeah, taken exactly. off them.
2: It's not a good look, is it? This did, though, make me think about some times at New Road with Daz where I wish food had been taken off us. <laughs> <laughs> because I can remember two instances in, instances in particular <laughs> where... God, here we go. Once you turned up with, uh, you used to work in a chippy, didn't you? And you turned yep. up with cold chips, cold pie, and cold something else. Cold m- chips? I would know. I wouldn't know. You do did? No, Genuinely? No, you got out a portion of <laughs> chips? I'm not having that. And we were sat in front of the old electronic scoreboard, and you were munching through a cold pie, and then halfway through, cold pie, you, you chips. halfway through. You turned to me and went, "Sorry, do you want a bite?" And I'm like, "No, that's <laughs> disgusting."
1: <laughs> I would never. I would, this is absolute crap because I would never offer you any of my food
2: (laughs) and then the second one um, which uh, I've got a witness for was you bringing in your own sandwiches so you you started you brought in a loaf of bread And that does a bottle of salad cream. <laughs> and you left the salad cream to go warm all the way through the day. And you, you made your first sandwich at eleven o'clock. And then at four o'clock you made another with your salad cream. But at the end of the day, we left the ground and you went, Oh sorry, I've forgotten me salad <laughs> cream and you went back to get it.
0: Well, Oh i God. probably saved it for the next sur- game because I like I have salad cream on my chips. I was, was surprised <laughs> you knew what salad was. Six-hour warm no, salad, salad cream. cream. Yeah.
1: <laughs> salad cream. We made, we, you chips.
0: <laughs> we made you throw it in the bin and you complained for half an hour. Oh, Rightly goodness. so. It was probably the 20p stuff own value brand as well, wasn't it? Goodness me. Well, I mean, the other end of the spectrum, when I, um, when I used to live in South London and I, my closest team was Surrey, so I'd go and watch them. It was the back end of Solanke's career and he was playing there. I think Gareth Batty might have been as well. So I used to go and do a, do a free after tea. Yeah. So I'd go down to the, um, the local deli and get a couple of uh, nice vegetable samosas and then uh, it's a bottle of shabli. You know, oh, of course you did, yeah. And a, a guardian, you know, for the um, lefty liberal. Yeah, would be
1: would be the guardian, wouldn't Yeah, yeah mung
0: bean eating sort like me. And, um, uh, and so that would be it. That would be a cricketing experience. Oops, sorry, it was shabli. And uh, food from delicatessen. As if I could be any more crushingly middle-class, middle-aged and white. I'll
1: tell you what they should, <laughs> a, a piece of advice for them, maybe, to keep customers happy, is do what um, happened when we went down to uh, Essex at Chelmsford for a floodlit oh, yeah. match. It was the year we won the title, 2007 it would have been then, the 40-over yep. title. And... Uh, as we come out of the ground, there's a bloke selling you know, burgers, hot dogs, and he had like scones and is they scones or scones, Jim? You'll correct my pronunciation. Uh, I think either is acceptable. Yeah, I think I go with scone because then you can do the joke, can't you? Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So uh, as we are <laughs> coming out of the ground, he's just lobbing all the leftover food towards us. It was us. like feeding of the sea. It, it, it was great.
0: <laughs>
1: pushing all these kids out of the way to get to the front. Absolutely superb. So maybe stick a tenner on the ticket prices and then just give away the burgers. Yeah, and I don't suggest that one. they'll probably do it. No,
0: no, (laughs) right. Well, I mean, the eating habits of Daryl Butler. I didn't see this coming, uh, but, you know, it's a nice change of pace from your mum's hamper.
2: Well, that's the problem, isn't it? She always makes a hamper, and now she's got to make a modest amount of food. That doesn't work as a podcast title.
0: She always makes a modest amount of food in some sort of receptacle that is smaller than a four-piece of paper. <laughs> yeah. Is she not allowed to the hamper now? Because, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's
1: not directed at Anne, but when you see people bringing in a huge hamper and taking up six seats in front of them, that does annoy me. Well, that's so.
0: why they've done it, isn't it? To try and limit the yeah. bags to stop people from she, taking... You're
1: having to go at another woman,
0: are you? Yes. yes. Another woman that's been good to you? <laughs> You're an idiot. Right. <laughs> There's only <coughs> two of them on the planet.
2: So. I know, I know. Right, T20, done, move on, rubbish.
0: Right, OK, so we promised reasons to be cheerful. We've hinted on a few of them. So, to try and cheer you all up, well, we don't, should we just do this in the round and we'll just name stuff about Worcestershire County Cricket Club that currently makes us feel good? OK? Beating the Birmingham Bears, that feels nice. So let's get some energy back in the room and feel good about the cricket again, because this is the whole point in us being here. So I'm going to go first. Um, I'm going to start with the women's Rapids coverage from the club and their official channels, more frequent, more consistent, very much welcome. And after they won the T20 Regionals on finals day, they got a lap of honour round the pitch before the Leicestershire game and they got invited in for Pims and they gave them a trophy and they got the credit and the adulation they deserved. And I imagine you were at that game. on imagine oh, you, that you game, were yeah. hiding
1: in the toilets to avoid Chloe. <laughs> I, I thought I had a death stare off Chloe, so I dived <laughs> down to the back of the dolly stand, uh, queued up for the toilet. And so, what was that like? Though? That must have been good. Yeah, of course it was great fun. Yeah, good, good, great reception for everybody as well. It's good. Yeah, all the way, positive, carried on so. all the way
2: around as you as you'd expect. Good stuff. Good recognition. Love everything about it. Well done the club for that, and well done on their comms in general because they've improved their comms and the stuff they put out this year. They've still got improvements. That's come on a long way this yeah, year. Yeah, you
0: think about how bad the, the social media stuff and the communication stuff was a few years ago, and it was sort of a bit laughing stock. And now, now it's tight, now it's good, and um, they're receptive to stuff. I think that, that's the key, isn't yep. it? So, Pete, for reasons to be cheerful.
2: Well, reasons to be cheerful are that uh, there are worse teams in T20 history than us this season. Uh, and this was a question posed to me on Twitter. So, in 2018, Middlesex lost their first eight games twice having scored 200, and they only won two games all campaign. Rubbish. (laughs) In 2017, Durham managed three wins, but they finished bottom with three points after they had points deducted. Unlucky. (laughs) And in 2014, (laughs) Derbyshire only won a single game, and that single game they won was against. Worcestershire. No, Warwickshire. Hooray! (laughs) (laughs) So Derby, rubbish. Warwickshire, (laughs) rubbish. Excellent. Daryl Butler. Who cares
1: as long as we beat the Bears? That is all I'm interested in. We're going to beat those clowns twice, we could lose all the other games. And I can lord it over my Birmingham friends. There we go. So OK, so that was it. You're, yeah, taking,
0: yeah. you're taking regulation victories over the Bears. Regu-
1: our annual win at Edgbaston uh, at the end of June. And uh, we've even beat them at home this year. So that'll, that'll, that'll do me. OK, brilliant. I'm going to go again. So before the Derbyshire game, they had
0: the England disability side playing the Lords Taverners. It yep. was umpired by former MCC chairman Mike Gatting. It was a really good cram- game of cricket. And it's really good to see that sort of thing in conjunction with what Daz was saying about the new facilities that are going to be built, which are going to make Worcestershire an important place to be in the world of cricket, yeah, absolutely. away from the first team, which I think is important, and uh, ingratiate themselves to another part of the cricketing family. So having that game of cricket, and it was a good game of cricket as well, it was close until the collapse so I think that's good news as well. I think that's a really good, positive move by Definitely. the
1: club. I think, shout out to Liam Thomas, who scored 68 dot out for the uh, physical disability side that day, uh, including three scoops for four, which were beautiful. Oh, to you love a scoop, oh, don't yeah. you? love a scoop for four. I love a scoop of ice cream. I was going to say, fair,
0: but... it's normally dairy fat, but in this instance... <laughs> uh, right, Pete, reasons to be cheerful. What
2: else? Uh, yes, the after-match coaching classes for the Litlands. Yeah. Something which I'd have been very grateful for I was as I was when I was a kid, because I was rubbish at cricket. Um, but yeah, gr- brilliant to see that back. Next step is to get people back on the outfield. I know that's a
0: stage away, but yeah,
2: love love all of that after the game.
0: But um, yeah, after match coaching, that's really good stuff. It looks good in terms of community. It's really exciting for a kid, because we, we talked before like last season in any other business about running on to get autographs and feeling connected to the players. So yeah, I mean, I think that's, uh, it's a no-brainer. And it's, good news because the lifeblood is really you've got to get the youngsters in and get that energy in and get them addicted to this baffling and wonderful and brilliant game okay I mean that's pretty good
1: have we got any more for any more yeah one well, more the uh, England women's team are back at New Road on the 23rd of July we've got tickets haven't we yes Jim? we have yes well Looking we've got that.
2: tickets but we had tickets
0: last time and Gin didn't turn up very good point in fairness heavily pregnant partner moving her out of her house me out of my flat thanks for your help Pete and back to Worcester, whilst also trying to do a job and trying to do a podcast. And I can't begin to tell you how that was the most stressing weekend of my life. So I will be there this time. We have got tickets. And again, the cricket club aligning itself with the women's game, because they play Sparks games there. Get the women's Rapids on New Road, please. But that is another reason to be cheerful. And I feel better now. I don't know about you boys. Cleansed.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, New Road, more test matches than any other ground in the world in yep. the women's game we're about to have the first inclusive uh, cricket center for people with physical learning disabilities for blind cricketers deaf cricketers What a good place to be this place
0: yeah All we will ask after that um cleanser pete isn't it it's a pallet cleanser yep. is that if you're gonna pile into the team for being not very good that's cool but there are some good things happening and you can look beyond a disappointing scorecard every now and again because you know the whole point is we're supposed to enjoy this. So there we are. Shall we get to any other business, gentlemen? And what was our, what was our homework this time round,
1: then, does? Uh, home at this time round, we are bringing in new laws or regulations.
0: Okay, or things uh, we'd into, like to change. Things we'd like to change yeah. in,
1: in the laws of the game. Yeah. All right. Um, who Here's wants gonna... to go first?
0: I will.
2: The first one for me is the faffing around at the end of four-day games when it's obviously going to be a draw. Can we not go through uh, as long as they do? Uh, just bin it off at tea. Um, this is some nonsense where Jack Haynes has to block 100 balls. I know technically a match is still, results still possible, but it annoys me. Get the game done and out of the way. And then the other one is, if you've got floodlights, use them. None of this nonsense rule around, you know, prominent source of light or whatever. If you've got floodlights, put them on, get the games done. But my biggest bugbear is still slow over rates. There's no reason for it. And I think they should do heftier punishments for slow over rates. Maybe introduce something uh, like you know, if your team, uh, if there is a slow over rate, you get to use two bowlers at the
1: same time in the next inning.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Multi-ball.
1: Multi-ball. Well, yeah, do you know mean, we got screwed over. Well, not screwed over. That's a stupid thing to say. We got we got in the Warwickshire game, uh, the Bears game, at the T Twenty. We ended up having to bring a fielder in, didn't we? Because we didn't bowl our overs in time. Yeah. Now, all right, we'd won the game by then. But there's no need for it. No. Also, at the the second Test match, England
0: versus New Zealand. In the first two hours, they bowled twenty-seven God. overs. And 10 of those overs were bowled by Jack Leach. 27 overs, 10, 10 of them by a spinner... Yeah. and they still couldn't hit the 15 overs over eight. madness
2: I just think in any it's other, day two they're not it's tired madness in any other walk of life go Jim uh, I need this piece of work done you've got a deadline of this afternoon if you don't get that done you get repercussion yeah. cricketers can faff around on a field not get their overs yeah, in and everyone just goes oh never mind how many
1: test matches as well do they not get the 90 overs in in a day they get an extra half
0: an hour they still don't get the 90 overs in uh, am going here's my thing here's my rule change that I've changed sort of in keeping with that how many overs do we lose in county cricket in April and May through bad light or dodgy weather. Imagine a crazy, wonderful world where half ten is a start time. Mm, you go, yeah. well, we lost a few overs because it was we had a couple hours of rain. We'll start at half ten. At ten if you can do it, but I know there's dew and everything else which might affect it. And just find yourself another hour and a half worth of cricket, and then you yeah. don't have to go, well, we'll play till seven on the, se- for yeah. the second week of April, which won't happen because it's too dark. They're capable of starting games at half ten in September, but they're not capable of doing it in April. Baffling. Yeah. It's a crazy world we're living in. Weird. Um, Also, I would like um, more interesting stipulations. So, for example, when the new ball is taken for the side that are still bowling, it generally means things haven't gone well because 80 overs have gone. So, the umpire brings out a set of six balls that look identical, but one is normal weight, one is twice the weight, one is half the weight, and one is filled with (laughs) custard, right? (laughs) Yeah, got it. And you just pick one up, and you use it, so it's a bit sort of like a raffle. I'd like some more creativity into this. Because, one, hand one bounce. I like. Yeah. Because you know, KP said you oh, are county cricket's a bit rubbish, and sometimes it is rubbish to be honest. Um, so for those sorts of games, if what you a, kind of, if you think right, this actually this is quite boring. I'm going to have to initiate peg leg or one hand one bounce for half an hour. Now, I'll, now I'll, we're cooking. I feel better about the silly uh, ones than the serious ones. Yeah. The other, is the is other that, thing
1: I'd do, bring back the grab a grand in the crowd, but. You know, in a football crowd, when somebody heads the ball back, you get cheered. Yeah. Somebody heads it in a cricket match. That's worth I mean, a grand of anybody's money. No, surely.
0: that's that's going to be that's going to be coroner's <laughs> court investigations.
1: That's that's a terrible if, idea. If like,
0: no one wants to go. We're going live to New Road, where the death toll has risen to seven. My seven co- deaths due to suspected head injuries. My concern about
2: going to Daz and about ECB rule changes is we might have to make this episode this episode three and Daz's rule changes is episode four. I think if you've got an hour's worth of material... Probably, actually.
1: But most of it is just um, self-indulgent, really. In which case, we're going to do rapid
0: fire to finish the episode. I need one sentence headline for each one, and me and Pete will either give you
1: a yay or a nay. Two yeses, and we write to the ECB. Yes? Two major changes. Go. Leg side buys do not go against the keeper. Yes. Yes. I'm not having it. That's ridiculous. Next. No balls all go against the bowler. Not... If a no ball is bowled and it goes for four byes, that's not four byes, that should be five no balls. I'm not having that either. Yes. Yes, Wicket Keepers fraternity. Yep. Yeah. Or, or a Wicket
0: Keepers uh, Union, we should say, which yep. you finally rejoined after your slighting of Chloe Hill. <laughs> yep.
1: Uh, I've revamped T20 as well. Is it 100 balls? It's 15 eight ball overs. <laughs> what? It's 15 eight ball overs. Why? They've brought in the 100, saying that t is too slow. They've brought in the 100 and then added in bloody timeouts. Cheers for that. Advert breaks, yeah, timeouts, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they, they piss about long enough as it is, as Pete rightly said I'll earlier. I'll bleep that out. Thank you. 15-8 ball overs, speeds it all up. Why don't you just have, like, two
0: 60-ball overs? Just pick two bowlers and they can just keep churning them out, one from each end. That's ridiculous. Sorry, I've gone too far. you have yeah, gone
1: far too far. No, actually,
0: no. Can I can I rein this in for a moment of clarity? You just
1: what do you mean, rein it in? You just suggested no, two sixty no, ball no, overs. No, hang on, no
0: f- yeah, for my own my own silliness, right? I've just thought, why are we still living in a world by which if it pitch, pitches outside leg stump,
1: it can't be LBW? What's the point in that? Well, it stopped To be fair, I think that's right because that stops the the sort of negative.
0: But if it's going to hit the stumps,
1: it's going to hit the stumps.
0: You can't get more. You can't get more positive than actually um, the ball hitting the stumps.
2: Just to break off for, for breaking news. Uh, I think. What do they do at the England grounds?
0: Root. He's
2: 100, got one hundred and three not
0: out. Goodness me. Another ton in the form of his life.
2: Pope's one hundred and forty-two not out. England three hundred and twenty-five for two. As you were.
1: The, the fact that Pete's talking about the England game makes me worry that we're getting spanked all over the place at Chester the Street. Yeah, it's probably true. Pete, can we have a score update, please?
2: Yeah, they are 233 foot <coughs> one.
1: Oh, dear.
0: Wow. they
2: makeshift New Zealand one-game farce. Oh, yeah, they've got... Reminder, 100 and, they?
0: 113 he's, not out. Test player on loan for a game. A sneaky and year.
2: they've also changed the ball a couple of times. They changed the ball after the 38th over. Heavy one, light one, or the one
0: full of custard? <laughs> one full of custard. Mate, that's the stuff. <laughs> Yeah, You're you just easy to you get ball, that one. It. Hey! Right, okay, Daz, any more actual proper rules? Uh, T20,
1: 15-8 ball overs. Nope. No, move on. What
0: do we mean, no? I don't know what's tripping you up.
1: Yeah, it's a hard no, move on. It's a hard no, it's a heavy ball. Um, well, that negates my next one anyway, then. Okay, so, nope. um, we'll skip that. Uh <laughs> The final thing I'm doing with the T20 is and I'm inviting the minor counters into a league system. Yep, Yeah. cool. Line love... of counties, you've got 18 first class. Let's find two teams from somewhere, I don't know, Scotland and Ireland or something like that. There's your four ten divisions they have of four. A, they have
0: a knockout to get in.
1: Yeah, something like that. Yeah, then. why not? 10 divisions of four, FA Cup style knockout. Oh, job, an job FA
0: Cup of cricket. Yeah,
2: would be we
1: used to brilliant. have brilliant. It was bloody brilliant. He was to going to Cornwall. We a Cornwall. Very sweary today. What I what also
2: like that Daz has done the thing like, if you imagine on Dragon's Den where he turns up pitches his idea and they go yeah I'm in I'll give you this, he goes no no I haven't finished my presentation <laughs> I'm going to
0: keep talking he's just moonwalked himself out of a deal straight <laughs> back into the lift and down he goes right well look, I mean that's some powerful stuff we got there boys
1: um, there's a role in the ECB yet for you my friend I think there is um, there I isn't think... a role at Worcestershire though because I've had it taken off me as I tried to get into the ground
0: hey yeah, yeah. that's a good point custard balls wouldn't get in
1: yeah because that's true custard balls <laughs> that's well, what that, was, was that, that was
0: my nickname in club cricket that's uh... <laughs> I would dread to think and on that alarming piece of personal information that I really wish I hadn't shared <laughs> um, I think we can call it quits boys so if you want to get hold of us you can do it in the usual fashion you'll find us on twitter at on underscore a underscore pair if you want to get hold of daryl butler it's at dazza b back home all one word and if you want to get hold of me i'm jim dale it's at james f dale if you want to get hold of peter de sonberg he'll be rifling through everyone's custom balls see you later peace
2: A lot sort of movement around the ground at the moment. And I...